0: Welcome to Pros and Cons. I'm Jack. And I'm Kev. And this is a show about a mix of random topics. And to start off the week, we're going to be talking about March Madness. It's that time of the year. Yeah. I think one of the best sports periods of the year, the college basketball tournament, the NCAA March Madness tourney. There's 64 teams who get basically thrown together in this tournament with different regions and different seeds Mm -hmm. and it gets narrowed down to one by the end on like the matter of two weeks or something and the first like couple days especially it's like so many games going on and a lot of craziness that happens
1: so yeah 16 games in a day yeah that's bananas like (laughs) i'm sure a lot of people would want to go through all of them or watch all of them, but it's almost impossible unless you have, like, multiple screens
0: and your whole day off. Right. And it's great, too, because to me, the best part is watching the endings of them, and they kind of break down the timing so that when one is ending, a lot of times another is about to end as well. Mm -hmm. So if you get, like, a few back-to-back where they're all close, it's so great.
1: Yeah, it's like having that sports rush like every hour or so or something right (laughs) like there's always something exciting
0: and it's basketball like one of the highest scoring games ever there's always something going on yeah and college too like compared to the nba it's a lot more scrappy and kind of all over the place which some people look at as a con but in terms of a pro it makes it a lot of fun you know to watch
1: oh yeah it adds more excitement like we're A game in the NBA, it's like, oh, they're down, I don't know, six points with, like, a minute. They're done. Like, they're just going to make their free throws. Yeah. Nah, these dudes are, like, (laughs) young. They're, like, 18, 19-year-olds. They're not pros. They don't have that cold blood like Kobe yet. Right. Even if they one day become that. So, anything could happen. And they make little mental mistakes. And those few that are starting to be cold-blooded like Kobe... They're going to make those shots and actually score nine points in a
0: minute or whatever it takes to win the game. So, yeah, that shit is like endless fun. Right. And some just get lucky and hit a Hail Mary, you know, from three fourths of the court. And yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah. I think that's also like what makes it different from other like playoffs, quote unquote, is that to me, the beginning of the tournament is like the best part because you have so much going on yeah. and and i feel like usually it's the opposite like you're waiting for the championship you true know?
1: but yeah like this is also one and done right so this game matters and i want to say <laughs> like 90 percent of those kids aren't really going to play in the nba yeah. not all of them make it to teams yeah a lot of them get drafted but they'll just be like bench players or right they'll end up not making it so this is their peak like this is their moment and they're gonna leave it all out there yeah that's true so a lot of emotions like you do see a bunch of tears at the end of games right whether it's happiness or just you know heartbreaking loss but every game is like super emotional
0: yeah and even for players who are gonna make the nba like people have talked about how with zion who's like the biggest college star right now Mm -hmm. by far how he's gonna go on to have most likely this great nba career but if he wins a national championship this year in college with duke that it'll be something he remembers for the rest of his life you know hell yeah
1: it's like the ultimate bragging rights yeah yeah like you could win the championship with a professional team but You know, there's 30 teams, and those 30 teams will always be in that league. March Madness, teams switch, dynasties fall, coaches change. But you're also getting bragging rights from every other college in the United States, bro. Like, yeah, I'm better than your
0: school. (laughs) Like,
1: anywhere you go, you could just bring that up to anyone's face.
0: Yeah, and a lot of people also have these, like, friend groups from college. And when you're on, like, a sports team, I'm sure especially when it's super competitive that you form a intense bond with these guys. And also at these big schools like Duke, there's, you know, people like JJ Reddick talk about this like brotherhood that Duke players have. And like Zion also, his roommate, RJ Barrett is like on the team. And like, Mm. I'm sure for him, if he won, it would be just like so special And so we're talking about, like, the top player. Mm -hmm. And then, like you said, you have people who aren't going to make the NBA and whatever. So usually there's some underdogs who make, like, the Sweet 16 or sometimes even further. So for them, it's, like, an all-time memory for sure. Yeah. So, like, if you guys don't know, there's basically, like, a bracket
1: that is broken into four groups. Yeah. And each group is broken into
0: or it's like a different region per right yeah
1: and then in the brackets they're ranked so your school is either a one which means you're the best in that division yeah or you're a 16 which you are not supposed to be winning this championship or whatever so imagine if you're like a anything above a 10 and you beat anything below like a four or five That in itself is, like, bragging
0: rights times 10. for sure. And also, before we get to the rest of it, you know, speaking of brackets, that's also a big thing of the tournament that everyone fills out their own brackets and predictions. You know, you don't even have to know what you're doing. You can just randomly pick and it, like, adds to the fun.
1: Like, this time of the year, you usually see memes or tweets of people saying, like, oh, um... For my bracket, I just chose like who has the best mascot or (laughs) by the schools I actually know or I just picked uh, the schools from New Jersey to win or the schools from Texas to win. Right. People just have fun with it. Like it really doesn't matter because any expert, there's a very high chance they will get their bracket like 60% wrong. Yeah. There's complete luck. It's almost like fantasy sports. Oh, it's technically, like, fantasy sports. So, yeah. Filling out a bracket has become, like, this thing that is fully connected now to March Madness. Right. Like, March Madness, your next thought should be, oh, my bracket. Gotta fill that shit up. Yeah,
0: Yeah, it's a huge pro for the tournament overall. I feel like it also brings people together who don't even usually watch sports necessarily, too. Like... Mm -hmm offices have pools and right if you're in college maybe you watch with some other people you know like it becomes this kind of uniting thing where everyone can kind of participate mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of people that are just hopeful out there <laughs> like i don't know who it
1: is espn or cbs someone is like "Yo, if you got the perfect bracket you'll win five million dollars right and like
0: people actually try to do that even though that's almost like impossible or like, you know, I was just mentioning offices, like sometimes there are pools of prizes or money right. or whatever. Yeah, that's kinda like how I do it. So
1: I now fill out a bracket, like the last I don't know, three or four years. Yeah. But it's cause of shows or channels or whatever it is that I like listen to or watch that they're like, Oh yeah, do our bracket with us and we do like the Shane Show bracket, right. it was a radio show slash podcast. Yeah, it's all fun. It's a bunch of listeners and the people from the actual show that fill it out and Yeah, you just wanna see who wins. I don't right. know, it's
0: like this weird competition on who can guess the most games. Cause <laughs> right. It's pretty much a guess. And it's something you can like keep track of like as you go along too. Right. And even me and my dad also fill out our brackets and like keep track and today we both went eleven and five on the first day, same record. So It's, like, a thing where you can keep track each game, like, oh, who you got, who you got, and kind of match up and see. And it adds, like, another layer to watching it. Yeah, super fun. These have been mostly pros, so, like, what are some of the cons for you of it?
1: Let me search through the mental files. (laughs) I feel like there's not much wrong or bad things to say about this, but um, how about this tournament? It's called March Madness but it takes until like march 20th to start
0: (laughs) and it goes until like early april yeah
1: (laughs) name it the spring games or something (laughs) i don't know but it
0: is a really catchy name no it is it's like
1: it is like now ingrained in our brains like that's just how it is but that is the thing like why do they start so late Um, right let's get these games going and there's so many games that they play like we mentioned there's 64 teams where like they could probably start a little earlier and just spread them a little bit right but i guess that takes out a little bit of the madness since you won't be watching 16 games a day or eight games a day
0: yeah Um, they could just move the start a little earlier yeah like especially for us it's also a con because like baseball is about to start and we wouldn't mind like a little more sports earlier on in the month before that for real.
1: And I'm also, like, super into March Madness beginning and ending in March. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's the last day of March or, like, two days before, I would be very happy with that. But
0: yeah, who am I? Do you have any cons you can think of? I mean, I think the part I mentioned in the beginning of the start of the tournament being the most exciting and then the championship isn't as fun. Right. Which... It's both a pro and a con. And, you know, we look at both sides. And I think the pro does outweigh. But I don't know. It's kind of mixed because you do have more weight riding on the later games. But Mm -hmm. there's not as many going on. And there's not as much drama in terms of like a 16 seed upsetting a one seed or, you know, Mm -hmm. stuff like that happening. So you lose like a little bit of that.
1: I do agree with you. Like the past couple of years. I feel like I'm strong in following, like, the first couple of rounds, maybe till the third round. And then it's like, oh, yeah, I'm kind of over it. Right. And it's not that I'm not, like, paying attention to them or I completely give up on them. But it's just, like, maybe they are so top-heavy. Like, the first couple of days are so strong in so many games that you kind of get overwhelmed. At that point in the later games, these are also, like, those good teams... Where either those that did the upsets, they're probably not going to play extremely well every game. (laughs) Right. And now they're just going to get blown out by Duke. Yeah. Or that team, like Duke, will get blown out when you're not expecting that to happen. When you want, like, an actual competitive game and then it's not fun. Yeah. For sure. Some random team or a five seed just wins and, like, the number one doesn't even hold up a battle because of either injury or just some of the players being off but yeah a lot of the fun comes at
0: the first four days yeah like the thursday through sunday like Mm -hmm. thursday and friday the first two days you have 16 games Mm -hmm. each day then saturday and sunday you have eight games each day so it's like you're getting a lot in in that time and then it's kind of downhill from there
1: yeah that's like where the madness happens right after that it's just like
0: good playoff almost level (laughs) basketball right and so sometimes like during the tournament you'll find a team that you really like especially an underdog and start rooting for them do you feel like you're more invested when you find a team to root for or if you have one going in already i don't know i I feel like probably one going
1: in like i give zero fucks about like any (laughs) schools since i didn't go to like a Right, I don't know Loyola or Michigan State. Like yeah. I didn't go to any state school or any Division One, Division Ones. Or I don't even have anyone in my family. No. I mean, I did have a cousin that went to St. John's, but rest in peace. They. <laughs> I don't know when's the last time they made Not yet.
0: the cousin, though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, not the cousin. St. John's. Um, St. John's is just never making it to that, or if they do. It'll be like once in a right. decade. So me, as a outside fan of college basketball, I don't really follow teams or schools. Yeah, I just follow the hype. Right. I'm a bandwagoner. Yeah. Right now, that's Zion Williamson,
0: the future Nick,
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> hopefully. But yeah, what about you?
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, the teams I would root for Like, in terms of if they're ever in the tournament, whenever they are in the tournament, are Indiana University, Mm -hmm. IU, and Notre Dame, which is because I have family from Indiana. That's, like, where my mom grew up, and we still have family there. And that's, like, a big thing in the state. Like, basketball, it's, like, the basketball state, the Hoosier basketball state. you'll be sporting that Notre Dame keychain strong, bro. I see you. (laughs) And we used to have, like, a family friend who worked there at a point. So, and IU is just, like, a staple throughout the whole state. So, it's, like, a thing to root for IU, no matter where you are. And Notre Dame is, like, personal for me. And it's also in Indiana. So, those. And then, once in a blue moon, Manhattan College, who is actually in the Bronx. BX make it in there they're actually a d1 school and i used to go to games growing up Mm -hmm. and stuff and still do go so they've made it a couple times like early mid 2000s i think and yeah yeah if they ever make it back for sure we'll root for them yeah like
1: them yeah i would root for of course right i'm like we grew up around there but yeah it's like one of those like oh yeah once in a while (laughs) (laughs) in that case yeah i would root for them but
0: Meanwhile, I'll just follow the bandwagon and go with whoever is hype right now. So any other like pros and cons you would say for like the tournament overall? These players aren't getting paid. <laughs>
1: Damn. <laughs> Need to pay them. And somehow, what is it? NCAA is getting pizzayed right now, bro. Yeah. Like so much money. TV, ads, jerseys, like anything. For sure. Um, but that's for another show. that's
0: a con for sure. I guess another con which you like briefly mentioned before is that while it's like great that there's so many games, sometimes it's like overwhelming that there's too many to watch at once and you can't fully enjoy it. Like you can't take full advantage of all these great games going on at once.
1: Yeah. Like I'm not sure who they're uh, scheduling these games for. Like (laughs) you have to be jobless in order to watch every game they're at weird ass times so let's say you're a kid you might miss a game or two before you get home god forbid if you have after school activities (laughs) bro or any sports you're gonna miss a couple yeah if you have a job and you know you woke up like at 6 a.m take the train downtown or wherever you're commuting to get back home you already missed like five games get back eat dinner watch a few games there's still a game, like, at nine, ten p.m. Yeah, multiple. And like, that
0: shit's not ending till, like, midnight. Right. Yeah, you got, like, a few that are in that late slot. And, yeah,
1: it can be tough. We were serious when we said, you need the whole day off. <laughs> you need to wake up, make breakfast, pop that TV on, because
0: there'll be games on. Um, or you could just, like, work the night shift. So, like, <laughs> work from, like, twelve thirty to like eight thirty, right sleep until like 11 or so not even i think they start earlier and then mm-hmm. yeah just watch the whole day
1: <laughs> three hours of sleep to watch endless
0: basketball that's the way to go
1: yeah man so yeah maybe they should be breaking all these games up a little bit more maybe start march 10th or something
0: i don't know 15th Yeah, it's tough because it, like, adds to the excitement so much, but it's definitely, like, pro and a con. So, to wrap up, I think it's pretty obvious that (laughs) there's a lot more pros than cons for March Madness. Yeah, and the cons are also, like,
1: not super serious, other than, like, yeah, it's paying the players, of course, but everything else is, like, little minor adjustments that could be fixed. Right, like time slots and hashtag keep it in march keep it in march let's start that movement um find the petition
0: (laughs) on (laughs) cesspoolnetwork.com um maybe next year we'll do like a cesspool group of like brackets hey stay tuned for that that's happening (laughs)
1: um
0: if you win you win a
1: (laughs) t-shirt merch coming soon merch coming soon um but yeah there's just a lot of pros for here um super fun literally like games the whole day it's only for this short period of time that i have to care about college basketball yeah i don't have to like keep up with it throughout the year just this little two three week period
0: that's another thing too why i think like a lot of people gravitate Mm -hmm. to it because it's like low commitment but you Mm -hmm. can get so much out of it you know
1: yeah exactly
0: I used to be really into college basketball and I'm not anymore, but even for someone who has no idea, it's so easy to just become invested in like rooting for an underdog Mm -hmm. to, you know, win the game. Right.
1: So yeah, it's going to be a pro for me easily.
0: Yeah. Pro for sure. So moving on, one thing that we just mentioned was cesspool, which for those who don't know still is the podcast network that this show is part of that we started. And basically it has a bunch of shows that our friends host around different topics Mm -hmm. and all that. And I was actually on Seymour, the movies and TV one this week with our friend Joanne. Shout out to Joanne. We were talking about Good Time, the movie with Robert Pattinson, directed by the Safdie brothers. So Mm -hmm. you guys should look that up. Seymour... S-C-E-M-O-R-E exclamation point. Yeah. And also kind of as a connection to that and kind of as something we might start doing weekly anyway, Juwan does this rapid fire segment on Seymour and we're going to try our own speed round this episode. Basically what this means is that we'll throw out a topic and just give a quick Pro or con, but not a full in-depth discussion, and likely it'll be something from the past week, and that's what the topics are for this speed round segment mm-hmm. first up, Mike Trout, the baseball player, superstar, maybe the best player of all time, signed a twelve year four hundred thirty million dollar extension with the angels
1: money <laughs>
0: biggest contract in pro sports history we were talking about bryce harper and manny machado's contracts broke boys yeah they're (laughs) nothing compared to trout both money and skill broke boys (laughs) um that's an easy pro for me
1: boy gets paid stays close to us that's what matters right i'm gonna pretty much go watch the best player in baseball play whenever i want (laughs) (laughs) Would I like to go watch the Yankees? Yes, but I have Mike Trout. So, yeah, it's a pro
0: for me. I'm going to go with Khan because he deserves more money. Oh, my God. 430 million, 12 years, not enough. Bro. <laughs> Next one. Mm-hmm. Odell. Odell Beckham Jr. Traded from the Giants. Uh Uh... <laughs> We're keeping it short. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Pro. Wow. As a Giants fan, you say this. Your favorite football team. Yeah, but Mike Francesa (laughs) says (laughs) that he doesn't like Odell. Um,
1: Just joking, but I don't know. I really like Odell. I wish he was still a Giant, but I don't know that the Giants were ever going to win with him. With what they're getting for him, hopefully the team gets better. And... I guess it's kind of like a pro. He gets to play with his best friend Jarvis Laundrie, and the Cleveland Browns.
0: So, yeah, I'm gonna say Khan just because I'm not even a big Giants fan. I don't really watch football like that. But it was just nice to have him as a symbol for New York. And now they kind of have nothing. Like Eli is past his prime. So do have Saquon Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> God, bro. not a mascot like Odell though. Yeah, true.
1: All right, while well, we go off of sports, we go into music. Tame Impala has a new single out, Patience. First anything from Tame Impala since 2015 with Currents. Yeah, we've been waiting a long time.
0: It's been a minute. So yeah, what do you think of Patience? Well, for one, it's kind of ironic that <laughs> the title is named Patience. That was a shot at everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd say pro, it was worth the wait major pro
1: it could have been like the kanye whoop diddy doop scoop (laughs) song but if it has tame impala on it i'm gonna stand heavily so yeah big pro but it does actually sound really good so yeah pro all right let's go into the entertainment business (laughs) once upon a time in hollywood it's gonna be that new you know quentin tarantino movie ooh, with braddy pitts nice and leo the caps
0: nice what do you think of that poster though man i'll say this it does not look like a tarantino poster Mm, i'll give you that and i'm gonna con it it looks a little like corny or cliche i can i can agree with that it feels weird
1: i don't know what it is but it is like this weird time piece period thing but there's like a yellow car that reminds me of like the cab and like fresh prince intro (laughs) there's also hills and like you know it is california
0: yeah the hollywood sign
1: hollywood sign
0: but also i don't know if the poster period matches up with the actual movie period you know what i mean that's true too (laughs) um yeah it's just like a lot of
1: not tarantino going on right so yeah i i don't know i I
0: mean the car kind of is but yeah yeah the car and like i don't know
1: leo's leather jacket or something <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i'm gonna con it just because i don't other than like it's leo and brad pitt doesn't
0: make me want to watch the movie or right. make me feel anything about the movie although i will say adding on to that the trailer came out for it mm-hmm. and you didn't watch it right i don't do trailers bro except Unless I have to. book smart <laughs> book smart plug for last episode but, yeah, I thought the trailer was decent, like, and I still want to watch it. I'll give it a try for him. Mm-hmm. And also one other trailer that came out that you didn't watch as well, the Stranger Things 3 trailer. Oh, man.
1: <laughs> a lot of trailers, man. I'm
0: going to just say you're missing out. Like, You watched it? Yeah. Oh, man. Dude, now you know the whole series. Like- nah, man i felt like i was gonna get spoiled anyway so true i don't think it revealed too much but it was great to see and i can't wait so hype for that and that comes out in july yeah july 4th Ooh,
1: once upon a time too
0: oh really yeah it
1: says july on the poster so hopefully it does even yeah. though i know some films like to get pushed back every now and then yeah um but yeah
0: yeah, so that was our speed round. Somewhat speedy. I mean, it wasn't as in-depth as other topics we talk about, but Yeah. I guess it's a work in progress. We'll see. Yeah. And feel free to like send feedback.
1: It it will be super fast if you press times 2 <laughs> on the podcast app. Yeah. Speed, man. Speed. Yeah. <laughs> and something else we're going to give a try to is any topic That we had mentioned or talked about before. We're going to bring back up and see how we feel about it now. You know, a couple of weeks or a month after we have talked about it. See if we con something, but now we like it. So we give it a pro or maybe the other way.
0: We used to like it and now we don't. Right. And we're not necessarily going to do this like every week. But, you know, if there's something we want to say on adding to what we had said before.
1: Right, like maybe a new Once Upon a Time in Hollywood poster comes out. Right. That is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we'll cut Quinn
0: some slack. Right. But yeah. So for this week, we're going to start off with Jesus and Mero, who we talked before about them coming to Showtime mm-hmm. after returning from their TV hiatus where they left Feistland and switched to Showtime. Mm hmm. And we basically talked about the first episode only, which came out the same night we recorded. Mm -hmm. So now it's been like a month later. Mm -hmm. So pro or con for you of like since then, how it's changed? Big pro. It was like that first
1: episode, it was like a weird intro episode. Yeah. The show was different. But since then, no episode has been like that right they've been trying other stuff but it also took more of the mold of their old show yeah so it's like their topics and their interviews and all that and again just with like higher production value right getting slightly bigger stars they did have big stars before but now i guess they can actually get anyone Mm -hmm. they want right um
0: so yeah big pro yeah i'm gonna say big pro as well like i was maybe a little hard on it at first although i like i stand by it because i still am not like the biggest fan of the set itself (laughs) although it has like grown on me in the sense that it just feels normal which Mm -hmm. i think you said at the time Mm -hmm. i still do like their old set visually better yeah the show's legendary but definitely their show has become just a lot better every week it just keeps improving and Mm-hmm. I really like all the skits and segments they film outside the studio, too. Like, interviews have continued to get better. Like, everything has just kept improving. Yeah.
1: Only if it was daily, though.
0: Yeah, that was the other thing I was going to ask you about. Like, a month in, how do you feel about that in terms of weighing the amount we get versus, like, them having the time to shoot, like, the other skits and stuff like that?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I wish I, ha- I had, like, I don't some weird schedule of like twice a week and i'd be fine like some tuesday thursday shit yeah like like college schedule type (laughs) (laughs) yeah just because i want like a little bit more but you do see that they are like going different locations like where if it was a daily show they probably wouldn't be able to do
0: yeah but yeah still a pro though yeah definitely pro and it seems like they're having fun and Mm -hmm. like the move themselves so that's a big plus for sure and happy for them yeah and then to wrap up the episode we're gonna do the second installment of a segment we tried out last week where basically every episode at the end will take turns each giving one pro and one con for the week last week i gave a pro and kev gave a con so now we'll switch it this week so kev what's your pro
1: <sighs> my pro it has to do with food bro no surprise so for like years now i've been hearing about this korean barbecue oh california and friends from work and everything like oh you never had it oh my god we gotta take you this and that well that happened this week (laughs) (laughs) we hit a korean barbecue spot and i'm about about it bro yeah i'm all about the hype and you don't like barbecue I don't, and it's weird because it's one of those like Korean barbecue. I guess it's cause it's like over flames or something. Yeah, but it's literally just like cooking steak right. on like <laughs> a grill, and there's no actual like barbecue barbecue sauce, which yeah. is probably my biggest problem with barbecue. Like I do like dry rub barbecue or smoked meats and all that, but Korean barbecue is actually dope. But yeah, it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Nice for now. uh, I pro Korean barbecue. Oh, but that was all fun and good. (laughs) I don't know, bro. It's looking a little cloudy over there where you're
0: at. (laughs) You got a con this week? We're recording Thursday night, and it's been a really sad day because our boy, the legend Ichiro, (sighs) announced he's retiring. It's kind of been expected, but today it was like official official and he played his last game actually in japan Mm -hmm. mlb did a couple games between the a's and mariners to kick things off and try it out in japan and so he got to finish where he started and he got a huge ovation when he left the game yeah last time ichiro takes the field as a professional player he
1: could come back as a manager or for sure some sort of advisor but yeah the baseball world takes a little hit today but his career's to be celebrated this dude is a beast yeah he's like a goat for real
0: yeah pretty just... much the best hitter in baseball history yeah easily and it's also crazy because like he didn't play for a bunch of last season and mm-hmm. he could have just like said oh yeah i'm retiring and not done anything else the rest of last year in terms of you know training and all that but he trained specifically just to play these two games in his home of Japan and that shows like to his dedication you know and he also said like now that he's retired he's still gonna do his training regimen tomorrow like you know he's still gonna keep it going and kind of speaks to who he is I've been a fan of him like since he came to the majors Mm -hmm. and I even was in Seattle, like, went on a family vacation at the time and saw him play at Safeco Mm -hmm. in, like, his rookie season or second year. And so, yeah, Ichiro Suzuki, thank you for your time in baseball. Hopefully you stick around in other roles, like Kev said. Yeah, salute to you. Um, Emotional day. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's going to wrap it up for this week.
0: Yeah. And... You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can follow Cespo Network on Instagram, Twitter, etc. I guess if you want to follow us, <laughs> you could follow us, Jack Bloom Summer, Summer with an O, on everything. Oh shit! <laughs> Are
1: these like the first plugs we're doing of ourselves? I think so. And you could find me at Same Old Kev kev anywhere twitter tumblr instagram yeah (laughs) email everything um but yeah it's not your email though oh i have one set up but i don't really use it it's my business email (laughs) you know professional same old cat